Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today's episode of the Nick Bob Podcast NCAA Tournament Bracket Preview is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. You know, a new door, new set of windows can do a lot of things for you. Can totally change the look and the feeling and the vibe of your home. Plus, it can add value to your home and make your home more energy efficient. Pella checks all those boxes and then some. Turn your window and door remodeling dreams into a reality with Pella. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And the very special edition of the Nick Bob Podcast Bracket Preview is brought to you by my good pals at Runza. If you haven't done it, how dare you? It would be a great thing to eat while you're watching the NCAA Tournament. The all-new Reuben Runza sandwich is available at all Runza locations. Everything you love about a Reuben Runza wrapped up inside the greatness of a Runza sandwich. So get to Runza today and try the new Reuben Runza. And while you're there, tell them your pal, your buddy, your BFF, Nick Bah sent you. All right, NCAA tournament is set, and in this podcast, I'm going to be previewing the South region of the NCAA tournament. I'm going to pick every single game. That's right, every game. So buckle up, sit back. This is going to be fun. Here we go. Obviously, in the South region, Baylor is your number one overall seed uh, in in the South. And you know, it's funny. I kind of think, I kind of think. Baylor, I went on, I went on a severe and bidding in the morning on 1620, great radio show in Omaha. And I, I was asked, who, who is someone you think is kind of under the radar? And I said Baylor. And I know that sounds crazy because they're a one seed, but doesn't it kind of feel like no one's talking about Baylor? I mean, at one point this season, people were p- wondering and, and talking about, hey, is Baylor better than Gonzaga? Is Baylor going to run the table? But what happened was Baylor got hit with COVID. They went on a three-week pause, and they've been rusty and sloppy ever since they came back. They almost lost to Iowa State. They got dominated at Kansas. They almost lost to Kansas State in the first round of the Big 12 tournament. Then they lost to, to Oklahoma State in the semifinals. So I think people have kind of been like, ah, Baylor's, Baylor, eh, nah. I'm just, I, listen, I think it takes time, you know, like it takes time to kind of get your groove back, and I think Baylor's going to get their groove back. And here's the thing, too. It's like, in the midst of their struggles after the COVID pause, they won at West Virginia. They beat Oklahoma State, and they beat Texas Tech. <laughs> like, that's pretty good. That's, that's not bad for a team that's still, you know, they've been a little disjointed. I like this team a lot, man. I really do. I really, really do. Scott Drew's got a hell of a squad. So, the one seed, Baylor Bears, taking on Hartford. Baylor, big. They're going to wally mop those dudes. It's going to be a wrap. Uh don't need to elaborate further than than that on that matchup. The 8-9 game, 8 seed, North Carolina Tar Heels, 9 seed, Wisconsin Badgers. Both teams have been disappointing this year in terms of what was expected of them heading in. It's going to be a tough game. North Carolina's the best offensive rebounding team in the country. Wisconsin, you know what they're going to do. They're going to not foul. They're going to not turn it over. They're going to slow the pace down. And, you know, it's funny when you think of Wisconsin. There's just, you watch them. Some hasn't been right with them all year, and I hesitate to pick them. But man, I just I think Wisconsin 
you know, both these teams are going to be a battle of wills of who can dictate the tempo. And I think Wisconsin's going to be able to win that battle and slow the game down. And I think they're going to be able to hang in there on the glass. So I'm going to pick Wisconsin in a close one, but man, I don't feel good about it. I don't, these are two teams, like, I don't trust either team. Just when you think, like, you kind of like a team, like one of those, North Carolina or Wisconsin, like, then they just go laying it. You know, North Carolina gets their doors blown off by Marquette at home or whatever, you know, and then Wisconsin just, I mean, they've, they've really struggled. I just don't think North Carolina has the discipline to win a lower scoring grinder, and I think Wisconsin's going to be able to establish that tempo. So I'll pick Wisconsin. The 5-12 game, Nova, fifth seed versus the 12 seed, Winthrop. And this one's going to be tough, man, because I love and respect the hell out of Villanova. But, man, I think Nova is in big trouble, mainly because Villanova isn't the same team without their point guard, Colin Gillespie. He's done for the season with a torn MCL, and they are uh, Villanova's 0-2 without him. He's their engine. He controls the tempo. He's excellent in the post at that point guard spot, which they implement a lot of in their system, and they lose all of that. Jay Wright told me, in February in a Zoom that he's the best leader he's ever had. Now, think of, that's saying something when you think about the likes of you know Kyle Lowry, Ryan Archidiakno, Jalen Brunson. So you're missing the tangible stuff that he brings to the table and the intangible stuff. Plus, Justin Moore, their second best guard, is banged up with a bad sprained ankle as well. He sprained his ankle in the last regular season game against Providence, and they got upset by Georgetown in the uh, quarterfinals of the Big East Tournament. And Nova's not a very deep team. So uh, Nova's got issues. And then on the other side, Winthrop is legit. Winthrop is 23-1. and They won all three of their conference tournament games by 21 points or more. They are rolling. And I think the difference in this game is going to be Winthrop's Chandler Vaudrin. He's the Big South Player of the Year. He's a 6'7 point guard. He's the active leader in the nation in triple doubles. This guy does it all. I think he's going to be able to control the tempo of this game, speed it up, and I got Winthrop upsetting Villanova as a 12 seed moving on to the second round. The 4-13 game, Purdue versus North Texas. I got to start with Purdue referencing this infamous Kempom stat. Think about this now. Since Kempom began in 2002, Think about this. Only once, only one time, has the national champion not been top 25 in both its offensive and defensive efficiency rankings. That outlier was UConn in 2014, by the way. But that's it. Only one time since Ken Palm started in 2002 has the national champion not been top 25 in both offensive and defensive efficiency rankings. So if you're a believer in those numbers and that trend, as we head into the NCAA tournament, there are only six teams that fall into that category and Purdue is one of them. The other five are Gonzaga, Michigan, Illinois, Houston, and UConn. But that's it. So if you're a believer in the numbers and believer in that trend, Purdue could be really dangerous. And beyond liking that trend, I like Purdue because I love Travion Williams. You know, you think about you think about the Big Ten this year with Garza and, and Hunter Dickinson and Kofi Coburn. I think some of those guys attracted so much national headlines that Williams kind of became the forgotten great big in the country and in the Big Ten. Because, oh, by the way, Travion Williams ranks seventh in Ken Palm's Player of the Year rankings. This guy is incredible. He can pass. He's got good feel. He's strong. And between Travion Williams and Edie, who is seven foot four, 
You, you heard that correct. You don't need to rewind the podcast. He is seven foot four. He is enormous. I think Purdue's got too much inside for North Texas. I think Purdue's going to win the game. The 6-11 game, six-seeded Texas Tech, 11-seed Utah State. Just a great matchup, man, with two great defensive teams. I think there's going to be a lower-scoring type of a game. Utah State's a great rebounding team, both offensive and defensive rebounding. But Texas Tech is unique to go against because of Chris Beard's no-middle-drive defensive system, meaning that like if he's – if. If Texas Tech is guarding someone on the wing, their shoulders are going to be like parallel with the sideline. Think about that for a second. So they're not—they're they're almost not necessarily dead in between their man and the basket. They're—they are really not letting you go middle. They're pressing everything down to the baseline. That's hard. That they try to funnel everything down there, and they're really aggressive to the ball on penetration. It's a unique team to go against in that regard. So I think Texas Tech's going to be dis- be able to disrupt Utah State's ball handlers just enough to win, and I think Mac McClung's going to make some big shots late. It's going to be a really good game. I-, I like I like Craig Smith's team. I like Utah State, but I'm going to take Chris Beard and Texas Tech. The three fourteen game, Arkansas and Colgate. This is going to be fireworks the whole time. Fireworks the whole time. Top you know, Two top 25 Kempo, uh, Kempom Tempo teams. Colgate plays fast. Arkansas plays fast. Here's the problem for Colgate. If you play fast, you better have the athletes to do that. I don't think they got the same athletes Arkansas does, so I think that's ultimately going to win out, but this game's going to be really, really entertaining. If you like a fast-paced, crazy game, you make sure you watch this one. I'm going to take Arkansas winning over Colgate. The 7-10 matchup, Florida and, uh, and, and Virginia Tech. Really evenly matched game. I love both coaches. I'm going to lean Virginia Tech because of Mike Young's style with action away from the ball, screens and cuts and backdoors and misdirection, all this stuff. It's a little unique to see nowadays. Now everything's ball screen right in front of you. You know They do a lot of stuff off the ball. It's a little unique. So I'm going to take, I'll take Virginia Tech in a close one, but I think this one's a coin flip. The 215 game, Ohio State, Oral Roberts. Um, fun fact real quick. Oral Roberts has the leading score in the country heading into the tournament in Max Amos. He uh, he's, he averages 24.2 points per game. And, you know, he's had six games with 30 or more points. He's had two – he's had a games of 41 points. He had a 42-point performance. So it'll be fun to watch whenever you got a great score like that. But Ohio State's going to roll. They're too talented. i got Ohio State winning. Okay, second round games in the South region. Number one seed, Baylor. Nine seed, Wisconsin. It's a bad matchup for Wisconsin. I think Baylor and their defensive versatility, they switch a lot of screens. I think they're going to be able to switch a lot of Wisconsin swing offense, which is kind of like an inverted flex offense. Um, I think it's going to disjoint the Badgers, and I don't think Wisconsin's got the personnel to punish switching. So I like Baylor to win and advance to the Sweet 16. The 4-12 game, Purdue and Winthrop. Again, I really like Chandler Vodren, a Winthrop 6-7 point guard. This team's really, really, really fun to watch, and he's fun to watch. I'm going to be a broken record. Too much size inside with Travion Williams and Edie. And Edie, seven foot four. I've always said the biggest difference between mid majors and high majors is post players and size inside. Winthrop hasn't seen anybody like those two dudes. I think Purdue's going to win. The three six game, three seeded Arkansas Razorbacks, Texas Tech Red Raiders, Raiders your six seed. Arkansas is one of the hotter teams in the country. They're really playing, really playing good. 
But I'm going to lean Texas Tech here. I think Texas Tech's going to be able to slow the game down. Arkansas is not going to be able to, to, to be as comfortable in a half-court, slower-paced game. That's what I think Chris Beard and the Red Raiders do. Again, I think Mac McClung's got a little bit of that it factor to him to be able to make plays late in the game. He's fearless. He's irrationally confident. So I'm going to take Texas Tech to punch their ticket through the first weekend and get to the Sweet 16. Uh, the the two-seed Ohio State versus the 10-seed Virginia Tech Hokies. Chris Holtman's teams are just so damn fundamentally sound. They are so – and I think the teams that that have a great understanding of their principles, their rules, and what they do and are super fundamentally sound, they're – like, they're not – Holtman's not one of those guys that's going to alter his plan greatly based on the matchup. Like, they're going to do what they do, and I think those teams are better suited in a short turnaround, one game, one day prep. And so I think that bodes well for Holtman's group here. And what's what's you know, Ohio State doesn't have a superstar, but man, EJ Liddell and Dwayne Washington and CJ Walker, those guys are really good players, man. And that team's got a collective toughness to them that I think is going to serve them well. I got Ohio State marching on to the Sweet 16. Okay, Sweet 16 matchups in the South region. I got the one seeded Baylor Bears versus Purdue, the four seed. Great matchup. Great matchup. Purdue could knock Baylor off if Purdue can get it inside enough. If they can get it to Williams enough and get it to Edie enough, they can get it inside. Baylor could have issues with that. But I think the difference in the game will be the ball pressure that Baylor's guards put on Purdue's guards. Mark Vidal, Jared Butler, Macy Oteague, these guys are tough dudes and great on the ball. It's harder to throw post-entry passes if you're getting heated up on the perimeter. I think they're going to be able to fluster and speed up Purdue's guards. I got Baylor winning that game. Then the two-seed versus the six-seed, Ohio State and Texas Tech. Another great matchup. Two tough-ass teams with two great coaches. Ohio State has the 13th best turnover percentage in the country. They take care of the ball. I think Texas Tech's defense bothers them. It doesn't really bother them enough. And Ohio State takes care of the rock. And I think Ohio State wins a really, really close game. But I will lean Chris Holtman and the Buckeyes advancing and beating Texas Tech. Okay, Elite Eight, South Regional Final. South Regional Final right here. You got the one-seed Baylor Bears and the two-seed Ohio State Buckeyes. I know, chalky as hell. I know, lame, Nick, right? Give me some, give me some, give me a Cinderella or two, man. This is how I see it. I think when I look, I think these are the two best teams in the region. I think they square off to go to the Final Four. And I think the difference in the game, in these kinds of games, to me is, Who's got the best player on the floor? And it's Baylor and Jared Butler. And who's got the best guards on the floor? Who's got the better backcourt? It's Baylor. Macy O.T., Jared Butler, really good. Again, I told you at the top of this, I think Baylor feels oddly under the radar right now, even as a one seed. I... The reality is it takes a little bit of time to find your flow, find your timing, get your conditioning back after the COVID pause. I think Baylor's kind of working their way through that, and I think they're they're getting it back, and I think Baylor finds it, and I got Baylor winning the South region and going to the Final Four. All right, my thanks to Pella. If you're thinking about a new window or a new door, now is the time. Check them out online on the web at PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And uh, my thanks to my good friends at Runza. Best fries on the planet. Great burgers. Cheese Runza. Delicious. The food is simply fantastic. Runza makes it all better.
a Huda Media Production.